You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Since 2009, the Pharmacy Podcast Network has led the podcasting space for the pharmacy industry. This network of pharmacists and pharmacy technicians leads the podcasting charts with more than 2 million downloads, 40 different stations, and new episodes every week. The Pharmacy Podcast Network is the number one podcast for the pharmacy professional. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast players. Join the Pharmacy Podcast Nation today. Every hurt, every trauma, every setback becomes fuel for your story. Welcome to the Corpreneur Podcast. I'm Ann Arvizu, and I'm inviting you to hop on the fast track from corporate to freedom. Freedom. Executive experience combined with the mindset of successful entrepreneurship will leave you unstoppable. Unstoppable. This content will help you become centered, open, resilient, and energized. Energized. So you can build your business, balance your life, and leave your legacy. Ready to unleash your core power? Let's go. Hi there, this is Ann Arvizu, your host, and I am thrilled to be bringing you this very timely and needed show that will help you put burnout out of business and transform the way you repower yourself as an entrepreneur. It has been many months and maybe even a solid year or so since I conceived and started planning out the Corpreneur podcast. Then I got the right team of producers in place, figured out the software, I purchased all the equipment and I learned to use it. And then I paused. I've pondered what I would say on this inaugural anchor episode when there are so many stories I would like to share with you. Triumphant testimonials of my seven-figure hustle moments, as well as the guttural lows that come along with the risk, especially inherent in launching out as a woman entrepreneur. The aim of this podcast is to inspire you to lead from a place of your own transformative core power as an entrepreneur. So I finally decided to start with a question for you. Are you ready to be the kind of entrepreneur or entrepreneurial executive that is driven by something greater and something bigger? Have you made the decision that no matter what the weather forecast you will weather the storm and keep your business or passion project afloat until you see it bear fruit because you know it needs to. It has a purpose bigger than you. It serves humanity. If you are, and if you've said yes to those questions, you could be a corpreneur. So lean in and listen. There are people that start businesses to make money and give back later, and that's perfectly fine, right? Necessity is the mother of invention. But for the purpose of this podcast, a new breed of especially but not exclusively women entrepreneurs in this too much, too fast, all the time world that we live in are starting businesses to save and heal the world. I actually believe that this is the very reason we need more successful entrepreneurs to join our ranks in 2020 and beyond. The world so desperately needs you. Nurturing, ingenious, crafty, shrewd, brilliant, beautiful soul survivors because a higher purpose or calling is driving you. There is a shift happening in the way we do business. It is undeniable. How life is lived and presents itself is changing. We need to move from the corporate nine to five paradigm of chaos, overwhelm, resistance, and exhaustion to a place of being and becoming centered, open, resilient, and energized. That's the core in Corpreneur. 
There are finally pioneering women entrepreneurs out there succeeding like never before and making it look so easy. You could really be tempted to look at them and compare yourself and proceed to dig your own grave with excuses of why you can't execute on your idea. But in reality, the women who are already achieving million dollar and billion dollar status and success are the rising stars truly making a difference in the world and giving back in ways that could blow your mind. These women, and notice I'm not saying girls or chicks or babes or any other diminutive phrases, these women, these powerful feminine forces of good have weathered many seasons in business, have shed tears and have made it and risen above for a cause. So what keeps them going? I'm going to empower you right now. Assuming you who are listening are corpreneurs, then as we peel back the layers of the onion, it's usually the still small voice at your core that keeps you going and guides you along the way. And that driving spirit, capital S, is free of worldview, religion, culture, location, and time. You know deep inside that there is something or someone more that helps you get through every pain, every hurt, every knockdown and trial that has come your way. That still small loving voice, my friend, is the difference between the multitude of me too, copycat, pop-up, I have an idea entrepreneurs and the I have a dream corepreneurs. This show is for you, warriors. If you are ready to take your mountain, don your mantle and be encouraged and inspired to keep going forward for your moonshot. And anyway, why stop there? Just because that's the big new buzzword, right? We hear it everywhere. Moonshot, moonshot. The entire universe is yours for the taking. Moonshot, like that was so 1969. That's the year I was born. But let's face it, this is 2020. It's a new day and it's the true dawning of a new era. To come up or stand out out of the noise, and there's so much noise out there on the internet, we're just bombarded with it, 24-7, 365. We have to be visionaries. So let me tell you a quick story. I was sitting at my desk, pecking away at a spreadsheet for a corporate biotech client. The year was 2009, 11 years ago, and I was orchestrating a global medical publications plan. My mind was focused on my task, and I was doing what I did in my career easily and with excellence, when all of a sudden it was like, Boom. Wow. This download happened. This massive instant graphic idea download that for me went beyond words. And yet there were so many words. This image I received was an answer to a question that I had asked myself two years prior. I had let the question go, but in that instant, when I least expected it, the answer had finally arrived. It was a problem solved in a microsecond. Have you ever had that? If you have, you know that in that moment, I also knew that it carried the weighty potential that if I chose to receive it, get up from my desk, draw it out and bring it to life, it would redirect the course of my life as an entrepreneur. I knew all this as I stood up. I walked across my 1100 square foot office to my whiteboard. And I drew it. It took about 10 to 15 minutes to perfect and extract all that I was seeing. And that was just the visual part of this framework, which for years I just called 
the CCI Life and Balance Wheel, and I taught it as part of my coach training program. There were volumes of words that came along with it in the form of meaning. As I finished the drawing, I sat down at the conference room table right next to the whiteboard and I looked up and I said, wow, thank you, aloud. I sat there in awe, thinking, I know that idea was divine because I never was able to arrive at that solution on my own. Fast forward, and over the past decade plus, I've taught it in many different forms to thousands of people in over 30 countries, and not only have I seen it transform their lives, but I've watched it evolve and expand its use and practicality in my own life. I've authored a textbook on it for others, and in the process, I became its client zero and still am. It also keeps revealing itself and multiplying in amazing ways. Now, what I call the CoreCentrics method includes three 10-part frameworks for life, business, and entrepreneurial success. As my editorial team, agent, and I seek the right formal publishing house this year, the names may change, but the frameworks and method will keep being attracted to the people that need them the most, which is just what they have done since that winter day almost 12 years ago. Our coach training program is now called Corpreneur Academy. Professionally, in my pharmaceutical career, I have worked across 119 countries as a global executive leader. And it's all this experience. It's as if this very moment has been designed all along and the intersection of the right time, the right people, the right audience, my biotech clients, and me, and you listening, and the entrepreneurs out there who want to make the leap from corporate to freedom, and the wheels, it's all finally arrived. I call it the intersection of ideas. Breathe that in for a second with a nice, long, slow, deep breath. The intersection of ideas. Maybe you will identify with this next story because it might be a relatable picture of the path to entrepreneurship. When I left my international executive big pharma industry job at a Fortune 500 company years ago and I started my own business, it was back in 2004, I simultaneously found myself on an enhanced path of personal development that seemed to grow alongside the path of entrepreneurial calling. And I truly believe you're called to be an entrepreneur. Like it's in your DNA. It's been there for centuries and it's just waiting to come out. There's some interesting genetic data that I'll touch on in another show that actually shows that we do carry certain traits with us from generation to a generation. Uh, listen up when I interview one of my guests in the next six months, you'll hear it. I was previously the regional head of a medical affairs function with oversight to Latin America and as a corporate executive, I loved having a big team and tackling big projects. So I had always been into growth or leadership courses, right? Seven habits, all that. But when I started my first company, it was like I had this unquenchable thirst for it. You know, I knew I was meant to be an entrepreneur. So I started making very conscious and deliberate choices to attend motivational events, hire coaches, hire mentors, take coaching and leadership courses and become uh, a certified professional coach several times over. I was joking at one point that I was so certified, I was certifiable. 
I felt that this entrepreneurial edification was preparing me to be the person that needs to run the business that I was entrusted with. It's like our duty. I just did it subconsciously. I didn't see it as that back then. For me, it was just fun and energetic and frenetic, and it just blows your mind to learn this new world of personal development. Love to travel and I love people. So I flew to anything Tony Robbins and others had to offer, and it truly shaped the way I built my first business. I have to date invested hundreds of thousands of dollars, and that for me was just as valuable as my graduate degrees because it shifted my mindset. I've walked on fire jumped off trapezes, bungee jumped, I've gone cliff diving, I've driven race cars and still do. And regardless of my Mountain Dew moments, I know and still know my mission and continue in my heart to be humble enough to ask for the guidance and wisdom to walk that out. Because it's not about me. And your calling? Yep, it's not about you. But we deal with this me-focused reality in our digital society. We need to market what we offer and we need to market ourselves. We need to get ourselves seen and known in person and on social media in order to get our messages heard and to get anything done. But, you know, I'll be off social media for months. I kind of really secretly love, hate it. And if you feel like that as well, Great. Don't worry. We're going to do entire episodes on authentic, purpose-driven social media and business. I have an amazing guest lined up for that, that has high profile expertise in this area. Ultimately, women entrepreneurs like me and maybe like you who really survive and thrive are forged out of a different type of metal. And we really need to bond together and create a conversation about the not so fun stuff so that we can collectively find solutions to the problems that rattle us to the core. A majority of first-year businesses fail, and the greater portion of that majority are women-owned. For now, let's just consider why. Is it because you want to fail? No, of course you don't. Do you have a big giant dream or vision for your life? Of course you do. I believe everyone does. Dreams are equal opportunity. In my opinion, at least today, there are two types of people, and we can always subsection if we want, but to simplify, there are those who publicly admit that they have a big dream because they have this idea or vision and they can't shake it. They want to see it come to fruition and they've acted on it and they might have stumbled, but they move forward. And then there are those that receive those ideas and then dismiss them. The difference to me is simple. Entrepreneurs versus employees. Leaders versus followers. And that's not to say that in major corporations, there aren't leaders. There, there are. And they need to be entrepreneurial too. But all of it's a good thing. We need both or we'd never get anything done. We need leaders. We need followers. We need doers. Of those entrepreneurs that we were just talking about, fail or let themselves settle into something smaller or more comfortable. It takes a special kind of person, I tell myself lovingly, to really stay the course, be persistent with a big, great vision, and move forward knowing that eventually, even if Rocky falls in the ring, he'll start over 
He'll retrain, he'll get back up, and then he'll win. Now, let's imagine she. She will fall. You will fall. We all do. I have, I got back up, over and over and over. I've had my Captain Marvel moments. And now I can say I rank in the top 2% of all women entrepreneurs who didn't give up and made it past that awe-inspiring million-dollar mark in annual revenues. Even if that sounds impressive, don't be too impressed because to recreate your own salary, pay yourself, pay your staff, budget your overhead, pay your vendors, and even make a little gross profit in any given year is a lot of work. And I've had as many not-so-core-centric moments as I have had the centered and energized ones. The getting up is even more important than the winning during those times. Here's an example. 2009, you will note, came after 2008. 2008 was a year of utter disaster economically. We lived in Florida, one of the biggest places where the bubble burst the crash happened and I lost everything in my business. RXCR took a nosedive. And in fact, we, my husband, my family, and I, we really kind of lost everything we owned. We had to sell our house. I had to sell a car. We had to get rid of my in-laws apartment and we were forced into a cross-country relocation for a four-letter word, jobs. At one super low point, I had even lost the name of my business, my domain names, and nine websites were crashed by malware. Like it was like add insult to injury, one thing after another. My domain names expired and were purchased by someone else. In that same time period, I lost my dog, my mother-in-law, and then my oldest cat. We cried many, many tears. I moved from my friends, my support systems, and the state that I love. People I had once paid as my team or clients that were around me that I had poured my heart into pretty much ignored me or abandoned me or went quiet. I went through a major personal health crisis, major surgery, partial hysterectomy, and I began the irreversible process of early menopause and infertility. During that time, I kept it all inside. We moved across the country. I decided to bloom where I was planted. I started my business again in that state and I kept going. And little by little, success came again. In fact, that phrase I just mentioned, bloom where I was planted, it was a phrase that just kept showing up again and again in my life like a beacon, like somebody would just hand me a plaque that said bloom or a little thing that said bloom where you're planted. And these are the kinds of real stories of resilience that my guests and I will reveal more of in upcoming episodes. It's these real stories that people don't talk about, but it's these stories that are, that are going to help you keep going as an entrepreneur. Nothing is wasted. Every hurt, every trauma, every setback becomes fuel for your story. All becomes preparation. Can you relate? The initial zeal you feel as an entrepreneur will be tested, but ideas come back 
And divine guidance is available to you if you reach out and you want that guidance. Every guest I interview will resonate with this story in some way and share their own overcoming moments to encourage you. They have all made the leap from corporate to freedom and the roads have not usually been paved with gold. So let me ask you, will you keep up with your dreams and visions as they morph and grow and die and resurrect? Do you want to be wildly successful because success to you means getting your message out to the world? Are you ready for the exponential speed at which this world is about to change? Because I am telling you, it is about to change big time if you are not aware. And I'm not being weird or woo-woo. I'm talking, the future is here. Artificial intelligence, robotics, singularity, blockchain, and all these other elements that we will discuss on this show, which are already happening now. Machine learning is happening now. And you can either be scared or ride the wave and learn a new process and a new way to be and lead. The lessons I teach and the pioneers and luminaries I interview are going to get real with you and you won't want to miss an episode. You are no longer alone. We are here, corpreneurs. The movement has begun of women rising up into a new level of calling and new level of importance in the marketplace. This message is increasingly relevant now more than ever. It's an idea whose time has come. And as Ted says, an idea worth spreading. And it's for you, the one with a dream in your heart and the idea that must be released. So my last bit of advice, besides subscribing on iTunes, listening to every episode, connecting with me on social media, and leaving a comment to make your voice heard, is to shake off your own desert dust from your hard time in the wilderness and move forward. It's your time. If you know that you are meant to be an entrepreneur, crafted, created, maybe destined to co-create, I don't know. But I do know this, entrepreneurship is invigorating and soul crushing all at once. (laughs) But it's the only game I want to play and the only lane I want to swim in. I'll end like I began with a question to you. Are you going to die with the unreleased music behind your lips? Or will you decide to hum it out, write it down and play around on the keyboard until the melody mimics the one that permeates your soul? Join us now and decide that you are a corpreneur. She who will not stumble any longer because of those who have gone before you are here to guide and partner and cheer you on through every success. You who are centered, open, resilient, and energized. This is your new platform. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a rating and review. If you are ready to make your move to entrepreneurial freedom and success, success. then take action now. Head over to my website, anarvizu.com and get our most requested free download. Your 10-step corporate to freedom checklist is a transformational self-assessment tool that will help you visualize and create a life and business you truly deserve. Until next time, stay centered, open, resilient, and energized. energized.